guys. Welcome to the Meg's podcast. I'm your host, Meg Grievous, and we are so glad that you're listening to us. Um, and us meaning my co-host, Logan, who also is my husband. He's on tonight. Helping. For now, at least. Oh, what do you mean? I'm basically, you're on for season three, unless you decide you're off. <laughs> unless I decide you're off. Um, wow. which no, that's not happening. I I feel like everybody really, really, really loves you. And um, like we've got good chemistry. I hope so question at this mark. point. <laughs> Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? That's the real question. Uh, we are so excited that you're listening to episode nine. Er, niner? Ish. And this is episode nine of season three. If you're new to the Meg's podcast, um, we're really laid back and we kind of just talk a little bit about everything. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at the Meg's podcast. We would love it if you would check out our posts and like and comment, follow all of the above is amazing. Obviously, downloading our episodes means like the world to us. So thank you. Thank you for everybody that does that um, and listens like huge. Thank you. Uh, we have a great episode today, tonight, really, because it's like midnight. Tonight is it, on is it? the Meg's podcast, we have an extra special episode where Meg and Logan talk about nothing. <laughs> that. It was a bit of an undersell. <laughs> we do have a good episode, and we do have things that we're talking about. We are excited about our topics tonight. Uh, it is like midnight, though, and I am... I, I, guys, listen, I had a margarita at dinner, and I thought that I could come home and just record, but turns out those make me a little sleepy, so now I have a... Coke, a whiskey and Coke, or what did I pour? Bourbon? Was it bourbon? Are those the same, by the way? Yeah. So I feel like um, <clears throat> there's some nuance there that is probably beyond our ability to really parse out, but I think they're interchangeable for our purposes, and uh, we'll just go with uh, whatever you want to call it. A whiskey right. and Coke, a bourbon and Coke. What is your drink tonight, Rebus? Uh, I'm glad you asked, Meg. Um, I have a ranch water. Oh, good old ranch water that I haven't completely been sold on yet. Yeah, well, and let me tell you something. For as much as the great state of Texas is sold on the idea of a ranch water, uh, the rest of America is still coming around to it, and you can just gauge that by if you travel and you're into this sort of thing, uh, namely a ranch water, um, or just if you're just into confusing your waiter or waitress, <laughs> order a ranch water on the road and watch them stare at you and blink. And One guy literally asked you, like, do you want me to stir ranch in water? And I laughed because I thought he was joking. I didn't know he didn't know. Like, if you know, you know, but he did not know. 
So for those who may not be aware of this, uh, a ranch water is a um, beverage that has tequila, um, club soda, at the uh, brand of choice in Texas is Topo Chico, of course. Um, not always available um, around the around the country, but uh, essentially club soda and lime. And so, yeah, so basically it's a vodka soda, but it's but tequila. tequila soda, but it has a cute name called Ranch Water that I guarantee you will confuse most bartenders and waiters around the country so anyways it's a fun game it's to play cool, well, it, i think it's a cool sounding drink i mean i like i mean i like to sip on it if there's enough lime you have a t-shirt i know you have I, a ranch I water t-shirt you don't actually like ranch waters no but you do have a ranch water t-shirt that's not true i like it if there's enough lime I don't like it when they bring out like the smallest lime wedge right. on the okay. face of the earth. All right. We're getting off track here. All right. So <laughs> anywho. We are getting way, way off track. Okay. Um, we do have lots to talk about. The first thing, guess what's coming up? I hope you're excited because I'm excited, Rebus. What? What's coming up? It's Father's Day. What? Coming up real soon. Father's Day is happening, and I'm over the moon excited for this day because we're going to celebrate. For the first time ever. No, you've been a dad for, how old's Audrey? 15 years. Oh, no, no, no. I meant you being over the moon excited for this. I always am over the moon excited to celebrate you. No. um, uh, You, uh, okay. You... You do great with birthdays. I wonder, I wonder and all. can y'all hear me like when I'm taking sips? I don't, I don't think know. we're going to edit. We barely edit, so I don't think we're going to edit it out. If y'all hear me drinking my bourbon and Coke, I apologize. We've decided to go with bourbon. I did. I did just decide Good that. Good for you. Okay. All anywho, right. So we're excited about Father's Day. I'm always excited to celebrate you. You're an incredible dad. To our girls and yeah, I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't I be excited to celebrate you? Oh, I have no doubt that you're excited to celebrate anything or me. Um, it's more just the notion that. <laughs> so, let's talk about Father's Day, um, and you know when you pull it. I guess, kind of out uh, in a vacuum and look at it next to Mother's Day, <clears throat> they should be the same thing, right? I mean, you're yeah. celebrating essentially the two um, classical parental units. And so, okay, so that it whatever you do for one would make sense to do for the other. Um, but I think... I'd like to make the case that that's not always the case. Um, I feel like Father's Day usually is more of a Mother's Day junior, um, to put it mildly. Um, that this is <laughs> like the, a junior event. This it's a, a, it's a, this is B team. This is a B team. This is it's, Bravo Company. This is, this is not. not it is not. No, it is not Mother's stop. Day. 
this is not a B team holiday. I okay. I'm just saying it. And, and honestly, I think dads are actually okay with this um, because Mother's Day is such a pain in the butt uh, to pull off um, because there's so many facets to it that you know is its own show. But um, I, I so I, I I honestly like I feel like dads are kind of okay with it. Um, like because, you just want to fly under the radar. Well, for, yeah. Well, it's kind of bit. like a, if if maybe if things didn't go you quite don't how wanna... they should have gone on Mother's Day, we can just kind of make up by it by like doing nothing for Father's Day, and we can <laughs> so call it even wanna... or something. I don't know. You I don't, don't, I don't know. Get, like... I don't know. I don't know the exact. Okay. I, okay. Just... Okay. Hold on, just a second. Hold on. So you're telling me you don't want to get like dressed up in your Sunday best and go take a family picture and then have a nice brunch like how we do on Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, like at church on on, <laughs> on Mother's Day, they have like setups for pictures and stuff. And uh, yeah, they, they don't do that for Father's Day. I feel like Father's Day pictures should be like, you know, it should be like a dad holding a kid like upside down by like the diaper or something. Like, well, the other it, kid like running in the streets or, you know. Like, Here's your family picture. Like, well, like a picture of you holding the kids upside down in their diapers while I'm sitting on the couch Listen, watching watching the I, U.S. Open, being I like, know. "Hey, it's Father's Day." I know. Listen, it's always pretty chaotic around here. Equally, whether I had the kids or you had the kids, um, I feel like it's normally kind of a shit show. That's just our normal. That's what we vibe, do. That's right? what we do. So, but I feel like it's pretty equal. Like, you know, I've got some of the chaos. You've got some of the chaos. Sure. So, but I, I just, it's it, it. At the end of the day, like, I don't think I'm gonna guess. There's way more angst on. Okay. The eve. Okay, so Saturday Eve of Mother's Day versus Saturday Eve of Father's Day. The flood of people um, running into every retailer around that sells cards and whatever possibility you can, you know, get a last minute gift or Sunday morning. I'm going to guess the flood of people is way different between Mother's Day and Father's Day. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Okay. All right. Well, sir, I want you to know I have been buying for over a month for you because this year we're going big or we're going home. Okay. Well, I don't know. Actually, I just said that. Here's the thing. It kind of makes me nervous now for you literally as the words are coming out of my mouth because I know you don't like me to spend money. So do you want me to return everything I just got you? Probably. I've not just got you like a month ago. I was thinking about you over a month no, ago. No, and I appreciate that. And I guess that's um anyway, I, this the girl, all goes back I've shown, to I've shown the girls. I can't return them. They're excited to give you the gifts. We're excited to celebrate you. No, and but it's I not... get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's a little watered down. Yeah. Well, I I don't I don't I think it's just Okay. Mother's Day is a way bigger deal than Father's Day. And I think everybody can agree on this. And How about if this? you don't, if you don't agree, please let us know. But I just <laughs> feel like 
it's kind of understood. The, like this the dads is not. Are, I'm not breaking the news are, here. The dads are making and grilling out their own hamburgers for their own celebration. Well, right. So we're like, you know, like mowing the grass for the Father's Day get together, right. getting the house all ready for the Father's Day get together. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. Well, so here's what I want to say to all of the men out there. I wonder how many guy listeners we do have. But anyways, if you are a dad or a dad-like figure in somebody's life, we just want you to know we love you. We appreciate you. Happy Father's Day. And to my dad, happy Father's Day, George. Love you so much, buddy. That didn't sound genuine. Jorge, I really do love you tons. And Logan Rivas, you're incredible. Thank you so much for all that you do for the girls. Right. And Thomas Newton Rivas, you, sir, are a, uh, you are an awesome example. And um, this is a hard gig, and but it's fun. And I learn from the best. So thank you Aww. for... For teaching me how to be a dad, and uh, uh, love you, and uh, I don't that know if you're really listening, but uh, I don't know that your dad listens to our podcast either. That's why I didn't say more about my dad because I think he, I think he stopped listening. I don't know when. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think that he listens though. But I also you know uh, what I, I should have uh, gone on longer. My uh, stepdad, Skip, too. He's a great dude, um, you know, and happy Father's Day to him. And, you know, look, it's, uh, look, whether the the event itself is bigger or smaller than Mother's Day, um, at the end of the day, the position is equally important. And so... Everybody who is a father uh, or father figure, God bless you and thank you for what you do. And um, it's important. And it's it is a very important. important thing. And um, so, yeah, happy Father's Day. Cheers. Here, here. Dilly, to dilly. Those t- dilly, dilly to all those amazing dads out there. And uh, George, I will redo my Father's Day speech um, over the phone. See you when I call you on Father's Day. Jorge. Jorge. I called him that for years. I called him Jorge. I did not. I mean, I don't refer to him as George. But if I was going to say a first name, I primarily said Jorge. So there you go. Another like another, the, another little random The only fact. thing you learned in Spanish in three no. years. Sir, I learned um, Piquito. Okay. All right. Sorry. I learned. I stand corrected. (laughs) Um, Okay. So other random fun fact is I'm sitting here staring at a pile of dishes in the sink that has somehow starting to turn into a couple different science projects. This is not on our run of show, by the way. So Rebus is literally sitting there probably going like, what is she fixing to talk about? But I've been staring at it for the last five minutes as we've talked about Father's Day. So this pile of dishes in our sink, there's two, twofold, two things are happening here. Science, uh, the amount of crap that's like growing that's disgusting. So that's science experiment, experiment okay, one. I, th- I feel like you're being a 
bit dramatic here. No, listen. Science experiment number two, it's like this maze tower puzzle that at any given moment, if you placed one spoon in there, the whole thing could just like fall apart and collapse. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know. And here's the thing. We haven't just let dishes pile up for days. He did the dishes yesterday. I think you did the dishes yesterday. It's just the girls are home for the summer and God forbid we use anything more than like one time. Okay. So I don't know where they learned that from. Okay, Man. totally. Okay, totally me. I use listen, way, way, listen, way. Listen, we're about to get a, get in a fight on the podcast because <gasps> why? I said you did the dishes yesterday. Because here's the thing: you pile like I. Here's the thing: I if if the dishes are dirty, because I usually do them, I would rather them all be on the countertop because then I can actually access the sink to like make sure everything's cleaned out or whatever to get them in the dishwasher. But you throw everything and you just like, just like bulldoze it into the, into the sink. And it turns into this insanely unstable pile of (laughs) dishes and food and everything else, like whatever. And it's just, it, and like, if you look at it the wrong way, it could all collapse and launch. <laughs> That's what sewage I'm saying. into the air. Not sewage. And and, and and I'm like, stop doing this because I have to pull it all out of the freaking sink to start doing okay. the dishes. But okay, anyways, listen. okay, listen. You brought I, this up. And I know. I know. I made hey, his blood pressure um, rise. We'll revisit this at some point. <laughs> This does need to be revisited. I feel like this is a hot topic for us, and I have many other comments to say about this whole dish. Oh, I can't dish, wait to hear. I can't wait to hear what you have to say issue. about this. Oh, we're adding it to the next episode. Okay. Um, but yes, we totally digressed. That was me, all my doing. We are not following our... Thanks for uh, bringing that up, sweetheart. Our run of show. Okay. But what I do want to talk about next is... There's a bathroom situation. There's office bathroom situations. And I just want to know. And folks, I I think you know what we mean. It's probably going to be TMI, but really, I mean, we put a lot out there already. So it's like, whatever. I just, and I know Logan already knows this about me and I already know some bathroom stuff about him but for y'all's sake we're gonna go there okay that was that was the weirdest what the heck i already know some bathroom stuff about him i'm just saying like what your preferences are and what my preferences are regarding office bathrooms that would have been way more eloquent than i know some bathroom stuff about him well so i am sorry i didn't mean it that way sorry sorry go ahead I am a margarita and a whiskey and Coke in. What do you want from me, Rebus? I know bathroom stuff about you, too. Okay, I meant... All right, everybody. We're on a roll tonight, as you can tell. I What I meant was I am aware of your bathroom office preferences, and I know you're aware of my 
office bathroom preferences. Oh, hey, that's way more on script. However, our listeners don't, and so we got to talk about it. That's what I was going to say. All right. (laughs) So, on that note, okay, listen, um, if you work in an office, and that means you have communal bathrooms, right? And um, over the course of a, we'll call it to eight to nine to ten hour day, uh, you're gonna have to visit these facilities. And are you? Are you? Do you? Do you have to? Well, um, I generally consume three cups of coffee in the morning, um, somewhere between. Uh, 7.30 a.m. and noonish, and then I drink water for the afternoon. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm a somewhat frequent frequent visitor uh, to the restroom. And, I wonder if people know that about you at your office. Um, you know, that's that's the other interesting thing is, you know, you you that's part of being in an office and you notice patterns of people and when they walk by your office or whatever, and, um, you know, how often do you see them? Like, I I don't know. Um, the, but yeah, so going to the bathroom in the office. So when you're a guy, um, you have two options, right? When you go into a, to a, uh, a men's restroom, generally speaking, uh, you have urinals and you have stalls that have actual toilets. Um, and so the nobody really thinks much about when you're using the urinal other than uh, do you want to use the tall one or the short one, which honestly has its own little conversation, which is what do you mean? More. What would be the difference between a tall urinal and a short urinal? Well, I don't know, but I, I think it's kind of a thing with guys is like, I'm a man. I'm going to use the tall urinal, not the short urinal if I have a choice. I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but huh. I okay. will go to the tall urinal. Um, have you ever seen anybody peeing in the sink? Like all mm. the urinals are taken up, all the stalls are taken, and they've got to go, and they just no, go in the sink. No, that, that, that's never happened. Um only in movies, huh? But I, yeah, no. Um, I, I, but I. So I think the real uncomfortable nature of things happens um, when big number two needs to happen at the office. Like that's where things. Here's get. what I. Here's that's what I. That's where need. we have to make decisions, right? Here's- that's where we really got to think about things. <laughs> Here's what I need to know from you. I need to know, is there an actual handle, like a toilet flush, or is it automatic? Are you uh, are you able to make a courtesy flush? Yeah, so um, so we have handles in my office, and so okay. it's, it's, it's easy to make a courtesy flush. Okay. Um, now, I will tell you that Generally speaking, even if they're motion activated, they usually have a button. That... You would think somewhere, right? You would think. I'll get to that in a second. Not that I've had to it use it. It sounds but... like Meg doesn't have a courtesy flush option, but we'll get back to that in a 
second, apparently. I will tell you, you see some really funny behavior. Um, look, I'll be honest. Like, I don't, uh, I don't like what if 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 my intention is to um, go that route go the big number two at the office. I don't like to walk into a crowded uh, bathroom and be like, all right, well, I don't care because I know I I can guarantee you some people don't care and they Uh, will. But don't you lean on the scale? You're pretty confident. I know this doesn't bother you. You're like, well, I got to do what I got to do. Everybody has to go. I feel like you lean more towards not caring than caring. Well, well, I, I again, and I am way, way, way far on the other end. Like I'm like at the very end of caring. Like, well, look, there are people who I will hold it. Like, yeah, that's you. I know. I cannot. I can't. I cannot do it. I mean, there are people that literally will. Like, it has to be an utter emergency. Like, like I'm ill. Like I'm, my stomach is upset. I'm ill, and I. Those are probably the only times that I will go. But I've heard from people that like it's it's like it's part of their day. Like it's part of their daily routine, And, and it's how they 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 hate their jobs. And like this is this is a way to kill twenty minutes you know, every couple hours or whatever is to go into the bathroom and, you know, and, and so they will not go at home so that they have a legitimate excuse to sit in the bathroom, um, at the office. But it, it, it's really strange. Like the, like (laughs) you, you, you hear people like flushing repeatedly, like you have, Um, it's panic it it stresses me out i think that is why i don't there are more things that could go wrong than could go right for me think about who you're talking to generally speaking if if something is gonna happen to somebody going number two in the bathroom wouldn't it be what you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I roll the dice on that? Yeah. Well, I look. I I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's really hard. I, I here I have another issue though. It's not just the number two. <sighs> I have a confession. I feel like I'm a loud peer. In 20 years, have you noticed that? I mean, I know we have a closed door bathroom kind of policy, generally speaking. But have I was in the bathroom the other day at the office and I could hear myself peeing over everybody else. Well, you were closer to yourself than everybody else. No, it wasn't that. I think I'm a loud peer. All right. Well... I'm going to be honest with you right now. I don't really. So now know I'm how... worried. Is that a thing? Like, is somebody sitting in the stall next to me going, wow, that girl really pees really loud? Like, is that a thought? 
Are they thinking that? How do you muffle your pee? This is really weird. Like, what? Well, what what do you mean it's weird? We were just talking about you pooping. Well, you you think you're a loud peer? Yeah. I don't I don't think that's a thing. I don't know. We've got if somebody else is out there and they think this might be a thing too, or they've noticed well, okay. somebody else, or right. they've noticed somebody else like, gosh, that's really loud. Okay, well, okay, how about this? If you hold it until you're about to pee yourself, and so every time you go to the bathroom, it's a an emergency, which, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking this is probably the case, because this sounds like you, you're, like, it's you're barely making it to the toilet before you start to pee. And so then it's this insane torrent that has to be <laughs> I literally released. just had like, a I snot don't... bubble come out of my nose because when I laughed, a torrent of pee. <laughs> I, but I, I mean, mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I... But thanks for calling me weird, dude. Okay, well, I don't know. I, why, how else would it be a loud pee? And, and you're why I'm self-conscious about it. Really? What if other people, what if other people are like, that's weird. See? I'm trying to think of how it could even possibly happen. I don't know. I just, I'm just telling you the thoughts that I had the other day when I was in the bathroom at work. Okay. I feel like we're making the worst podcast ever right now. All right. So, Madam Tinkle, I don't think I don't think you pee loud. All right. But people we do go. weird stuff in the bathroom. They, and I, I will I will say that. Like there's some yes. Not at actually not at so far not that I have seen at my current work situation. But over the years, yes, 100% agree. Weird stuff does go on. And honestly, it's one of those things. In the corporate public bathrooms. It's one of those things you just can't, like, you can't overthink it. Like, you you just can't. Because you're going to start to think really poorly of the people you're like you just gotta you can't even make eye contact you just gotta you just gotta keep your head down and do your own thing and this uh, is where it also gets uncomfortable for me because you know i don't handle silence like real real well yeah and you don't need to talk to strangers on the other side of the stall well yeah no it's not okay like just leave them alone I'm not talking to him like while we're in the stalls. I'm just like, if we're washing our hands, like make a little conversation or something. Uh, that's fine. At uh, least ma- you're washing. Know. So at least you're washing your hands. So that's always <gasps> no. the big question. That's the big one. No. Dun, dun, dun. Have you? I've never. Have you ever seen somebody walk out and then just walk out? I don't know. Maybe. You have to tell me, have you? Oh, no. Revis, you have got tea to spill. Not happening. Okay. Just saying. Hey. Yuck. That's vomit. People, wash your hands, please, after you go to the restroom. Didn't we learn that in, like, 
preschool? And or- aren't there signs in the bathroom? But say it. Say it. Don't spray it. But that's not that's not anything with the bathroom. Okay. Um, so are we good on like corporate office bathroom talk? I really just wanted to know if you thought I was a loud peer. Mm. And to let everybody else know that I cannot go in a bathroom. But <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I cannot go in a office bathroom. Meg can't do number two at the office. Nope. Wah, wah, wah. Kind of is. It really is a bit of an afternoon I'm not gonna lie. I wish you would. I wish you would. But uh... why? I mean... The Nothing. amount of anxiety that even just no, like you're thinking right. about it. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. The, the anxiety. Um, speaking of, which our next topic brings up <laughs> anxiety too. Maybe I just needed to talk about some things that that I get anxious about, that I get worked up and <laughs> nervous about. The only thing that makes Meg more anxious and going number two at the office is drum roll, please. <laughs> I can't do a good drum roll. Going back to Texas. Sorry. Um, that was the that was that was that the celebration was su- for the that was like the uh, fanfare for the announcement. It was subpar. It was poor. Yeah. Um, so I do. We, me and the girls are uh, going back to Texas and it brings up a whole, a whole flood of different emotions and emotions. <laughs> and um, it's hard, man. Like, yeah. Just... So, okay. Has, for anybody that's listening, if you have ever moved from where you grew up and, you know, moved away and, uh, yeah, so now you're trying to strike the balance of going home and this is a uh, moving target, I feel like, um, from when you initially leave and you know as as time passes and so yeah um going and back this home this isn't like it's not a brand brand new topic i think me and megan talked about this in season 1 that you know there was i didn't probably dive into it as much as we maybe will today on today's episode but we talked about that it's stressful and um it's not as like, oh, you get to go back home and see everybody. It's not like that. That's not how it is. I know it may be that way for everybody else that we're going home and seeing, um, but that's not our reality. <laughs> so it's yeah, just- I think um, I, uh, I I think back and there were. You know, friends of ours that that um, 
that moved away, you know, here and there over the years. And, um, and it, honestly, it was never any like really like super close friends, but you know, life goes on. I mean, you, right. you, you're sad that somebody's leaving, um, and stuff, but you know, they're gone. And then, you know, you turn around and, oh, hey, I'm still living life, like, just like I was the day before. And, like, okay, that was sad, but all right, well, I got to move on from this um, because, yeah, I don't have a choice. And it doesn't take long for life to adjust. And um, so for the people that move away, it's a kind of a strange experience. Um so yeah, it's this kind of really weird period where you're just kind of like in this like dream world, uh nothing's real. Um and then you know, you start to settle into life and you, you start missing home and stuff and so it's like, well, gosh, we just got to get back, right? We we got to get back and uh and see everybody and and, and so that's kind of like the that first initial reaction, right? And Right. And so, um, so generally speaking, you do that and, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like it's, it's great. It's, it's, but you start to see how difficult it is and, um, yeah. And so I think the biggest thing you realize is like how limited your time is and, how do you make that time work? And I, this is the biggest, this is probably the biggest struggle slash um, cause of anxiety and stress. And here is my, I'll throw this out there because I know we probably have family that listen to the podcast and stuff. Everybody has, uh, for the most part, been really accommodating and sweet and understanding of our time constraints and working with schedules and things like that. So a lot of it is what I internalize and and just things that and emotions that I have to work through. Um. There have been a few times where it hasn't been that things have come up where it hasn't been real helpful. Um, nothing ugly or anything like that, but just um, haven't been like super helpful in trying to navigate um, a whole lot of family that live back where we lived for so long. So that being said, I don't want anybody listening to this being like, oh, their family like causes them so much, whatever. When they go back home, that's not the case. I really truly think the longer we've been gone and the more times we've gone back, it really is like this personal struggle of mine, like this inner struggle for me. Um, and there are little things that don't help, but for the big picture, 
I would say, don't you think it's mostly me just internalizing some stuff? Yeah. Well, I think that's certainly a part of it. No, I think this is a uh, this is a challenge for anybody. I mean, no matter their personality and and, and how they um, kind of process emotions I'm, and I'm a and, bit and of things. A pe- I'm a bit of a people pleaser, and so when I have to pick and choose time to spend with people that I love on both sides of the family, when I have to say, okay, I'm doing this today with this person and this today with that person, no matter who I pick or what I'm doing, I know I'm letting down somebody else. Yeah. And it's hard. That is well, like, it's one of the most draining, hard right. feelings. Well, and that's not anything that anybody says to me. In a negative way. I know that they don't mean it negative. I know what they say. This is what they say. And I know that they mean it in a very loving and positive way. It just affects me differently. You know, I'll get people that say, oh gosh, we only had such a short time to spend with you. We wish we had so much more time. And I know they mean that in such a loving way. Like they miss us. They want to spend more time with us. It's genuine. It's genuine. And I know that they don't mean anything by it. And I'm not mad or upset with them. However, what it does to me internally, it like wrecks me internally because then I take that and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I work so hard on a schedule and I gave you as much time as I possibly could. I wish I had way, way, way more time to give everybody. And then I just start piling on these feelings of like, I didn't do a good enough job distributing time and attention. Well, okay. So here it is. Um, so you put all that effort up front into trying to schedule, trying to a lot trying to make things fair or equal or whatever. And it, it all goes to pot anyways, because things change, you know, and schedules change. Some kid gets sick and we have to rearrange a schedule or somebody's gets caught up at their job and we've got to reschedule a dinner. And I get it. Life changes. I, I totally get that. I think also I'm not a planner. I don't live my everyday life. Me and you have talked about this several times. We're not big planners. I don't like to have a like a rigid schedule. I just have more fun when it's kind of fly by the seat of the pants. When you're like, oh, hey, we're going out to do this. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun. We can go and do that. Or if it's not something that I'm like, into i'd be like screw you i'm out i'm not doing that that's the worst idea ever what is wrong with you i've never said that sir really but you know what i mean i've never said that to anybody but you (laughs) i've never said that even to you though did y'all catch that did y'all catch that i've never i've never ever i've never said that to you um okay so i don't I have realized, though, I can't go to Texas and not have a schedule 
or days planned out. It doesn't work that way. All of our family and friends, they work and they have schedules. So I have to plan almost every day. Sometimes even in the day, I have to plan down to the hour and it literally sucks the life out of me. Well, listen. How selfish is that though too? I'm doing a lot of like, <laughs> like we're just, maybe this is a good therapy session for me. It, again, it's just part of it. It, it, and it is it, difficult. And so, you know, uh, and I think people and it's not- in our stage of life that have kids, you know, that, you know, they, they want to go back, um, are looking forward to going back and seeing, uh, family and friends and stuff. Um, and, and, and certainly we, we want to do it too, but you know, it, 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 it's difficult because this is, this is our time off. Like this is our time off from work and, you only have so much, and so you want what you're doing <laughs> when you're ideally uh, when you're taking time off from work to be something relaxing and something you know that is uh, you know whatever like an escape from from whatever from stress whatever hopefully um, in your everyday existence and when you. Add, I don't know, when that somehow develops into something that's stressful and... um, Well, yeah. And I think we've talked, obviously, we've talked about like what stresses me out and I get anxious about. I think for you, what you haven't really enjoyed, you just hit the nail on the head, is we are usually taking up, you know, vacation time and um, you're not a huge planner either and having, you know, every hour planned or, you know, bouncing from one place to another to another. It's not just this like super relaxing, you know, we're not at some five-star hotel, you know, lounging by a pool or anything, Um, which it, again, but we're getting the benefit of seeing all of our family and our friends. And obviously we love that part of it and, and, you know, reconnecting with everybody and we miss everybody. So that part of it is great. It's just not like this. The challenge is you can't see everybody. You can't like your time is limited and you can't, you can't see everybody. You can't spend time with with everybody. Right. It's not possible. And, no, it's not. And you find yourself feeling guilty about a million things that you didn't do, and you're like, I, "It's hard. It's it's so hard to that, process." Okay, so that's the other thing too. So you feel it too. Is this sense of like guilt? So it's not. And again, I know that probably anybody back home listening to this, they may not understand our podcast today or especially this topic because I feel like in in everybody else's mind, it's this like um, picture perfect, rainbow filled, you know, 
trip I back. I don't. I don't. With, I don't with think like, that. With, I, with like quality family, good time, fun times, and some of it is. I just but, think. But I don't for think us. It's not. That's not the reality. I just for don't think we ever understand the scope of everybody. We never understand the scope of everybody around us until we're gone. Right. Like, right. and so like we, but if you think back and you think back about juggling schedules and stuff, when you've been somewhere for a million years, you know, it was tough juggling schedules between all of your, anyways, it's just, look, we're people, we're people, people like we love people and we, I don't know, we love making friends and, um, building relationships and it's hard. And, and that honestly, that's, that's been the hardest part of, I was going to say that too is, is, is there the, have been f- close friends, like close, close friends, like dear friends of ours that we have never gotten to visit with because we don't have enough time. Like, how do you, how do you take, away family yeah. time to go visit you know dear friends or you know things yeah, like that just, it's it's this it, it you're right it is this like guilt factor it just weighs heavy on my shoulders on my heart so going back home i am like this ball of stress and nerves and anxiousness and and a feeling of like i'm not doing enough or I'm disappointing somebody, every decision that I make, even though it's probably making the person that I'm going to see happy, I'm letting somebody else down because I've chosen this to go spend two hours with this person. It's bizarre. And I never in a million years when we were moving away, I never expected to feel this way going back home. I mean, I thought I would be the one that was like first to line up, ready to go back, ready to visit because I love everybody. You know, there's my heart is there's a huge piece of my heart back in Texas. We have so much family there that we love and we miss. It's just not the same going back and and visiting and it's yeah. it's really hard but that's life and you yeah. know that our life is here now and you know that's uh and so and so flow is that that's how they say it right so so flow is it is that's that how, it, how it's right right i don't know i don't know hip-hop you tell me <laughs> i just i just blew bubbles in my in my <laughs> look it's uh, it, it, it's a uh, it's been interesting. I hope that we can evolve and come to a place and like work through some of that because it's us. It's not anybody else. I hope that we can get to a place where it's a healthier feeling going well, I, back I home. I think the hope here is that anybody's listening to this that's moved away, like, or it's looking at moving away, they just can kind of say, okay, yeah. This sounds familiar, or this is it's something definitely that something might be something to, to think about. Whatever, right. I mean, it, to it, think about, prepare for. It. I don't know. We're blessed to have a lot of friends um, back in Texas, here in Florida. Um, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's, but that's life. And, you know, and that's where you just have to, it's part think- of being an adult where you just start to just realize these things and, and you see people go. Um, and sometimes you're like, I don't know if they're making the right choice, but, but there they go. Uh, or, oh my gosh, wow, what a great opportunity. There they go. But I, gosh, I wish they were still here, you know, but these things happen like, and, and I don't know. Um, I think that as we kind of, you know, me and you kind of navigate through this, you know, and the farther we go, the more years that pass, I think we're aware of the things that we get stressed and anxious and worried about. And I think that I, at least I know for me and you, we're trying our best to kind of work through those so that our trips back home do become, you know, less chaotic, less stressful. And it is a, something that we really, really look forward to. Um, that's the hope I think that is to get to a healthier place for that. I think Haley Bell does great going back. She would, she's our one that's lined up at the door, you know, ready to go. Yeah, ready but to we be have back. to like throw her in a piece of luggage to get her back. So. <laughs> it's difficult for her to come home. We, that is really, really hard, uh, coming back to Florida, um, so that's not fun to go through either, you know, hearing but her I, cry honestly, and I think and that's here's, that's here's, gonna change. I think that's I gonna do, change for her. I think so too, because here's what happened with Audrey. You know, Audrey um really loves Florida now and she, you know, probably would be fine to not go back to Texas for a while. I feel like she's said that. On yeah, multiple she, occasions. Yeah. She so, wants to but, be here. And I know that anybody listening back in Texas would be like, ugh, that stinks. But y'all, that is something that for me as a mom, I'm actually glad because she's found her way here in Florida. Like that makes me happy. Like that we've made this place a home that she feels safe and secure and she, she has, has made this place her yes, home. Sorry. She, and let me tell you, she has done an incredible job. That girl has more courage in her. And I just could not be more proud of how she has stuck with it. And you're a hundred percent right, Logan. Thank you for correcting me. She has made this place her home, and I'm happy about that. That's not something that makes me feel sad. That her saying, "Oh yeah, I'm good here. I don't, I don't have a huge desire to go back to Texas." Um. So, anyways, <laughs> I feel like we probably beat a dead horse a little bit there, but. Uh, we just wanted to be honest. I mean, we're just trying to, you know, yeah, be a little I, transparent. I, I, with, I'll be honest. Hey, yeah. here's here's what's going on in in our life. Here's what we have coming up. Here's here's how it like 
God's honest truth. Here's how it makes us feel. Like, I don't feel like we sugarcoated it, but we weren't ugly about it. I think we were very respectful and just saying like, these are things and emotions that we're working through. We live in a really transient place here in South Florida. Um, There are, it's, there are, I don't know, seven and a half million people um, in the South Florida metropolitan area, but it, it, a lot of people move through here. Um, It's the turnover is really interesting. Um, And like nothing I've ever seen. Um, But, you know, it's interesting. We, we've made a home here and the girls are getting settled and yeah, it's been an interesting lesson for us. And I, I, I my hope is, is that we've grown listening... as a family unit. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to say family unit so bad. Thank you for working that in. <laughs> um, but we have, and you know, this is, a. Uh, I don't know. So if you, if you've moved recently, um, I hope this gives you some hope. I mean, the girls are doing great and they've done, you know, but it's hard. It's going to be hard and it's, you know, but, um, but I I feel like, I don't know. I moved a lot growing up. Um, and I, and I think it was good for me in the long run. Um, anyways, I just, I don't know. Um, well, stay tuned. We'll have an we'll we'll tell you how our Texas trip went uh whenever you know we do that episode. So uh we will come back and tell you all about it. Yeah, we're getting warmed up for uh, hurricane season here in South Florida, so Oh my word. That's a whole other episode stockpiling about stockpiling the water and the batteries and the whatnot. I bought a raft. I'll, what? I'll we'll, we'll talk about that later. I <laughs> don't need a raft. Listen, we got to go. We got to wrap this show up All because right. um, guess what we're going to watch tonight after this, even though oh, it's that's midnight. Right. That's we're right. We're watching For All of Mankind. We're totally addicted to this show. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll update you guys on that uh, some other time, but uh, yeah. So anyways, we do. We do need to have us. like we do need to have a show recap too of that. The some of the shows we're watching. So future episodes, many future episodes, you guys. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast and listening to us ramble on today. I feel like we were a little bit off our game, Rebus. You were. Are off you there? Your Did game. you like leave? Okay, you are there. I I was maybe off my game. Maybe I need to switch up my drink or something. No, I don't know. I think we're okay. We're okay. We're just, I think we just hit on a uh, bit of a a bit of an emotional spot. I'm getting beclept. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will catch you next week. Thank you.